the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Thursday, 800 That is our toll-free number. Hammer the dip and the dip continues. We're right. Well, we're just right above the support levels that, that I'm, I'm assuming we're going to be holding here at that 1950. Uh, that's just technical stuff. So, uh, very, I'll say this sell off has been orderly. It'll get disorderly if we don't hold it, but I'll tell you why I was scrambling all morning this morning because I, I was trying to figure out, uh, this new term that popped up out of nowhere this morning. I'll tell you about it. Uh, and it turned out, you know what? Yeah, it's a bunch of clickbait. But again, when you want to move a market, this is how you do it. Allamericangold.com, uh, is the website. And Jason, we've seen, uh, the, the sell-off in gold started with the jobs report from last Friday, continuing today. We got jobless claims number, and this is where it all started. So we had three things that happened all in, I don't know, I'll say, I'll say a half hour, because part of it, some of it happened before I, I was, uh, leaving for work. Some of it happened while I was making that drive into work. Uh, but, but in about a half an hour time period, initial jobless claims. They're expecting 251,000. You know, Jason and I were talking about this yesterday. Is it going to be higher? Is it going to be lower? It came in at 242,000. So we kind of shot up last week. They took it all back. Here's the problem. If you read the headline, you're like, oh, okay, well, it fell right. Maybe last week was an outlier. Well, come to find out, the state of Massachusetts, I don't know if they had a problem. Uh, they actually called it that they had some fraudulent numbers. It was kind of odd that they used the word fraudulent number. Well, you know, uh, I'm assuming they had a problem with an Excel spreadsheet. I, who knows what? But they essentially said, hey, by the way, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, reset that. The, the, we had some bad math, whatever it was. So they acted like they they uh, went 20,000 to the good. Without Massachusetts, the number would have been right where it was last week, which would have been considered a bad number. Uh, but, but, okay, it happens. They, they, they had to come out and say, hey, we had to make an adjustment. We overstated jobless claims. Now, now we're, we're correcting it. Uh, but, but again, you won't get that. Right, they don't report that in, in, in the in the media, right? They're just like, oh, jobless claims were better, so so that that was the start. At the same time, we had the Dallas Federal Reserve Governor President come out 
And she is a voting member. So so you got to pay attention to what she has to say. And, again, she's relatively new here. Lori Logan uh, is her name. She is a voting member of the Federal Reserve. So she's one of the nine votes. Uh, she came out today right at the same time and said that the data points so far that she has seen do not justify skipping a rate hike in June. Uh, so that was the headline number. Then, of course, she said, but, you know, we've got a lot more data to go. We're a month away. We're a month away from a, the next Fed meeting. So that got uh, the dollar going, right? That, that got gold uh, selling off even more. And then there was a headline on CNBC. And you just... You know, sometimes you just got to turn this stuff off about a substitute rate hike, Jason. Uh, and, of course, it was on their pay site. So you got to pay for it. Yeah, I'm not paying for it. Right? it it's the Internet, right? I, I, I've got ways of, of finding things out I need to find out. So, again, uh, the headline is the Fed is going to use a substitute rate hike in the June meeting. <laughs> yeah, and it, it it it's almost hard to understand what they're even saying by substitute rate well, hike. It just it just sounds right? like mumbo jumbo. So I'm sitting there, I'm scr- I'm trying, I'm googling substitute rate hike. I'm like, what? I I've been doing this twenty some years. I've never heard of substitute rate hike. It was all a headline. All as they really said. Ready for this? Well, the Fed's not going to raise rates, but they're going to talk tough. That that hey, we're not lowering them either. So. Uh, again, uh, some headline, and by that time, hey, listen, here's what I want to have happen. I want gold to get to 1950. It's right now, uh, 1955, 1954. Touch 1950 will make me feel better, uh, because that is where the, the technical level is. Uh, but I'll say this, and I've said it all along. Keep buying the, even if it breaks below about 1950, buy even more. Uh, because here's the realities. I'm going to say that this may surprise some people. We had Austin Goolsby, another new Fed member, by the way, a huge liberal, Chicago Fed. He was out earlier in the week talking about, man, I almost, I was real close. I was this close to not voting for the rate hike at the last meeting. Now, he's another voter. So let's call him the dove. And, and, and again, I understand his point. Right? Well, I get it. Boy, you're crushing banks. I mean, man, it's it's these aren't good things. Then the the Dallas Fed says the exact oh, man. I haven't seen any data. We should keep hiking. Guess what? I understand her point as well. This is that box. Jason and I keep telling you the Fed's in. They're damned if they do. They're damned if they don't. Pencil Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. Uh, uh, we had uh, we had a economic data out today. Uh, you had people talking about, oh, we're optimistic about the debt ceiling. That's a bunch of nonsense. Just so you know, uh, the the Wall Street hasn't moved in either direction about this debt ceiling thing. But anyway. Uh, any reason uh, is, is a good reason, right? So we had Philly Fed manufacturing. It was negative. 
Uh, and then we had existing home sales March. So March is, you know, that's the kickoff month for the spring selling season. Was down more than expected, uh, down uh, another 3.4% uh, existing home sales, down, you know, 25% year over year of uh, the rate. You know, and, and I don't know how they get 25% because it's, it's, again, you can do anything with a number. We were, we had existing home sales in the, the six and a half million range. And now they're saying that uh, this month it was down to 4.2 million annualized rate. Well, that's like a third, right? You know, I don't, I don't know. I know I went to public school, but pretty close to a third, but, but hey, doesn't really matter. Probably not. Uh, the, and again, March is one of the best months for for housing sales. So, uh, but but again, here's the other thing, Jason. Prices aren't down. You know, well, depends on where you live, I guess. Right? Certain areas down, but overall, the theme in housing, yeah, sales are have fallen dramatically, but prices have not. Yeah, and the uh, shortage in housing started uh, in 2008, you know, with the housing crash. And uh, even though housing has caught up over the years, it never really caught all the way back up. So uh, with with the coronavirus, you know, emergency coupled with the inflation that came in 2022, uh, you know, I, I think that's the only thing keeping the housing prices up because if they would have built back up to where they were uh, pre, you know, Great Recession, uh, the, the housing price would be coming down big time. But there is a supply situation there that kind of keeps the prices floating. Well, you know, here's what's interesting. So so look at these numbers. So they didn't give us the average price. By the way, the average price would be much higher. Uh, but they did give the median price, 389000 So that means you take the cheapest home sold. So let's just say, I don't know, you had a home sell somewhere, some dilapidated shack in a part of the country no one wants to be in, sells for 50000 the house in Miami or uh, Beverly Hills, wherever, sells for fifty million, and then you, you know you take the next cheapest and the next, most, and you end up where okay, half of the homes sold for less than this number, half the homes sold for more than this number, three hundred eighty-nine thousand. That was down one point seven percent year over year. That's it, one point seven percent. However. It was the biggest annual drop going back to 2012, right? Because housing was still in that, you know, recovering from the last housing crash. Total inventory, just over a million homes. So when you're saying, well, we're, we're, we're selling and on an annualized rate, you know, a little over four million, we got a million. The inventory situation is better by 7% from last year. I'll tell you here in Arizona, there's not a lot of inventory here. Uh, there just isn't, and, and everything that's, a lot of what's out there is is absolute junk. But uh, if it's a nice house and it's priced right, it goes. And it goes quickly. Uh, everything else just kinds of, kinds of sits around there, Jason. But that's the, the numbers there. But again, let's go back to these two voting members. Goolsby in in Chicago, Logan in Dallas, this is really the problem, isn't it? 
Because on the one hand, one Fed governor's going, man, I'm looking at this. Right? And he's probably looking at financial conditions. He's looking at lending. He's probably looking at home sales. Right? You know, four million's a terrible number, by the way. That's just terrible. Uh, and the fact is, there was 4.2 in change, and it was March. Which kind of tells me, unless something changes, we may have existing home sales below $4 million. I don't even know. I'd have to look and see. I don't even know if home sales got that low during the crash. I'm not sure. I'll, have to check. I'll check, just not today. He's probably looking at that. Oh, man, because we raise any more, man. How many more banks problems are we going to have? Uh, and, and then Logan, right, she's probably looking at, well, let's look at the number. I mean, the median, 389, what is the average? I, my guess, average would probably, what, maybe 425, 450, maybe a little higher, right? Uh, the average home price sale. Uh, she's probably going, well, you know what, maybe, maybe she actually does the shopping for her family. I doubt it, but maybe she does. And she's like, man, prices are still hot. I mean, even the, the, the number, and we know, listen, these Fed governors, they know that they're not actually telling you the real inflation number. They have it. They have it. They just don't report it. Right? They, they give you the uh, seasonally adjusted core this and that, but even their number was 4.9% last month, Jason, right? I mean, and, and their interest rate, you know, they're only at f- between 5 and 5 and a quarter. And, and and we know, hey, it's 4.9%, wink, wink, nod, nod. It's actually a lot higher than that. And, and they're actually both right. On the one hand, we should not be raising. On the other hand, we should still be raising. And this is the problem. Listen, listen you gave that number 1.7%. Housing is down average. Uh, once again, this is something that needs to be factored in, and that's the inflation, which everybody, I think people don't get this part. I, I don't understand it. Your housing is down about 10% easily. The inflation making the cost of everything around you go up and your house goes down 1.7%, that's more like 11.7% because the inflation is at least 10% year over year, Joe. So, your house went down a lot. It, it, this, this is why I, I didn't think the housing prices would go down a lot. I, I keep saying I think the housing housing prices will go kind of sideways, maybe down a little bit. But that's a tremendously a, a huge loss in value, you know, because you are paying more for everything, and your house is not keeping up. Your house, you know, Joe, housing prices could go up five percent, and if the inflation continues to be you know, real inflation, ten, twelve percent, you're not keeping up. Your house, it's costing you to live there. Oh, uh, renting's no more fun because the rents go up too, right? So, so Joe, this is this is a, a not a good situation. Housing is not doing well. It just looks better than it should because of inflation. Inflation makes everything yep. just different, different, different. You have to look at it differently, Joe. And I'll say this: I think that when hearing you know California, New York, Illinois, every day the list gets a little bigger of states, cities in counties that are running out of money that up man are for the, even the forecast what we forecasted for revenue in january then we lowered it in march now we've lowered it again in may it's like every 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 60 to 90 days they've got to lower their revenue their their the deficits are getting bigger 
Uh, I've got a bad feeling we're going to see taxes and all kinds, property taxes, sales taxes, uh, you you name. Uh, of course, they'll, they'll try to call it something else, right? Uh, a fee or a levy or, or something to that effect. Why do I have the, that sinking feeling that come the next election cycle, every county, city, state, is going to be trying to to force more taxes down on the on the consumer. Yeah, that's one of the only things that local governments can do to try to shore up their accounts. And I vividly remember, I have a, I have a pretty long memory, but I remember the shows we were doing in 2019, Joe, which was all the pensions, all the pensions in st- the states you mentioned, New York, especially Chicago and Illinois, uh, California. They, they were all they were circling the drain. And then conveniently, here comes this pandemic. It just shows up out of nowhere, and then money, money, money. As of, of March 13, 2020, uh, President Trump declared an emergency, and, and the spigots was opened wide, and the money just – and suddenly they, the rest of 2020, 2021, 20, nobody's talking about pension problems and, and shortfalls in money. And now here we're in 2023, and you're, you're back to it, Joe, with, with banks failing – you know, economic problems kind of back where it was in 2019. And they just bought us four years, I guess, Joe. Is that with all that money printing data, bought us a couple of years? Because here we are yeah, again. And, and it's amazing, you know, uh, and I can cite California because they, they just released uh, another uh, another revision. They had a $100 billion surplus last year. Now they're 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 like man we we we're gonna get close to a hundred billion dollar shortfall in one year that that's how quickly uh, these things can change so it's really interesting they're both right and they're both wrong whatever decision they make it's almost like the wrong decision we, well if we don't run, well take the take the clickbait headline it's the substitute. Rate hike, which is okay. We're not hiking rates, but we're going to talk really tough, <laughs> right? We're just going to we're going to talk real tough. Come on, man, right? That that doesn't work, and and, and I think this is going to be the situation where I don't know which side is going to be right. Is Bubba Horowitz going to be right? And they're going to end up saying to Jason's point. Jason thinks we're going to get reinflation. Remember disinflation? Where did that go? Right? God, you know what? It's like, oh, let, well, let's just forget we ever said that. Right? Transitory inflation. We're, oh, let's bury that. Time to bury that one. Jason thinks reinflation's coming. And you know what? Got a good chance he could be right. Where prices get hotter again, which would then be where Bubba Horowitz is at. Hey, the Fed, even if they paused in June, they may have to hike in July. Well, it actually may be August, depending on where the calendar falls. But they may have to hike again later. And that's interesting, Joe, because I, I think CPI goes lower the next two months, and I think the July number, which comes out in, in August, I think it's very there's a good chance the CPI goes up in August for the July number because that's that's when that's when the inflation started going down the previous year. But I think I think there's a balancing that two year thing that I keep watching. That's when it started to go down. So so I, I, 
I, I think they're waiting for. I think the Fed is waiting for August for that July number to see if, if CPI bounces back up. Well, I think maybe that's what they're waiting for to make. And, and I guess a really key decision. Or is it, uh, you know, Morgan Stanley right? They, someone, I want to say it was Morgan Stanley. I'll check it during the break. They just came out today and reiterated, hey, the Fed's going to cut in August. I mean, that's what the, I, 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 okay. I, I don't know, right? I mean, uh, what, right. what's going to happen here? And, and we've gotten, here's the thing. We've gotten this trashy data lately, right? That jobs number from last Friday, that was trash. Right, because they did the birth death model, the second largest. Now, they've been doing this birth death model for decades. But the second largest increase ever, the second largest number ever, 358,000 birth death jobs. Those are fake jobs. I don't, you know, did they happen? Maybe, did, but can you prove it? Nope. And then today, jobless claims. And continuing claims, Massachusetts comes out and says, well, you know, we had this fraudulent thing, and we've got to reset everything. So we had uh, jobless claims go to 242. If Massachusetts had been zero, hey, we didn't have, we had the same amount of layoffs this week as we did last week. We didn't have an increase. The jobs, the headline number would have been 262,000. But they also went to continuing claims and said, well, we overstated that. So continuing claims went back to just below 1.8 million. Now we got to wait another week to see where this is at, right? So we're getting a lot of trash right now, confusing everybody. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason on this Thursday Quick look here at the markets. The Dow is down 60 points. Uh, the bond yields have spiked up uh, on uh, Logan, the Dallas Fed chief, saying, "Hey, I haven't, I haven't seen enough data saying that we should take a pause." However, I got more data to look at. Uh, then we had that clickbait headline on CNBC. Massachusetts said, "Well, you know, we had." We had fraudulent numbers in our jobless claims that we had to to revisit, but then existing home sales were were terrible. Philly Fed was awful. Uh, I think new home sales, though, Jason, I I think we're going to get a good number. I think we get those tomorrow Friday. I think that'll be okay. But we got the Dow down. uh, The S&P and the NASDAQ are higher. Like I said, gold's down. Now it's it's down twenty seven nineteen fifty seven, you know, uh, almost got to that nineteen fifty level. Uh, silver's off thirty cents here, twenty three forty. If you're looking to do something and be like, man, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. I, I I don't want anything to do with Wall Street. Uh, I I just don't know, right? You know, I, I'm as confused as the Fed governors are, right? We're we're all like. What's what's going to happen? Which way is it going to go? Are are we are we going to see uh, the economy head into recession? Uh, are we going to see interest rates go even higher? Are more banks going to go under? Is Bubba Horowitz going to be right by you know this time next year? Uh, the S and P's two thousand instead of four thousand. I don't know, but that's why you got to check out our friends at, at Y Refi. 
You can get up to 10.25% return. It's not correlated to the stock market. It's not correlated to it. doesn't care. Check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y. R-E-F-Y.com. Or call them 888-Y-REFI-24. Remember, you got to have at least $50,000 to start with. Uh, But check it out. And, Jason, I think a lot of people are are feeling just how we're feeling here, right? We're not sure which way it's going to break. Here's the problem. It's really difficult to see it breaking where, hey, the economy – grinds along, Wall Street grinds along, but nothing bad happens. That's probably uh, the, it's it's so unlikely. And, And like I said, I've done this a long time. Never, ever has the Fed been able to do this. Listen, they've raised rates 500 basis points. You know what happens when they raise rates? When they go on these rate hikes all every time we go into recession. Period. This time though again, right? We're coming off the the financial crisis and think about where the debt levels were then. Right? I mean, uh what was the the national debt? You know, by by 08, maybe the national debt was what 7 or 8 trillion something like that. Remember because it had just shot up Right, it, it just shot up uh, during that. Of course, and of course, we had uh, Afghanistan rolling in and all this other stuff. But the debt had just shot up there. The Fed's balance sheet wasn't even a trillion dollars. They didn't even have a trillion dollar balance sheet. Now we got debt. Right, it's at least forty trillion. We don't even know what the national debt is because we're at the debt ceiling. Right at thirty-one point four trillion, which we know. Okay, well, as soon as the debt ceiling's over, there, there's thirty-two. Uh, the Fed's balance sheet's eight trillion plus, and and Jason, all of these financial institutions are stuck with these bonds, and I don't care if it's treasuries, I don't care if it's commercial real estate, mortgages, whatever it is, at ultra-low rates, With of course, with this new rate cycle now, uh, those are all losers. This is a much more dangerous time uh, than, than what we've seen in the past, and the chances for any slight mistake is that much greater. Yeah, and it doesn't help uh, when when foreign nations want to stop holding dollars and are slowly trying to evacuate out of dollars. Uh, there's only one place for them to go, and that's back here. So that that's not, even with the policies and the rate hikes, the inflation can still happen just simply because of foreign dollars yeah. coming back. Yeah. And if you look at the history, Joe, yeah, under the Bush years, uh, essentially it went from five trillion to ten. Under Obama, it went from ten to essentially twenty. If uh, Trump would have been reelected. You know, we're going from 20 to, to pushing, pushing close to 40 every eight years, right, Joe? It's, 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 it's amazing how fast it's doubling up. I don't think they've fixed anything. It's, it's just a monster that's just stomping, you know, in stride and nobody's, no, nobody and nothing is slowing it down. Yeah. And, and this is the problem for everybody out there because really the most likely outcome 
and it's real. And by most likely, I'm talking like you know, eighty, eighty-five percent chance that it's a recession, and it's painful. As uh, uh, Stan Drunkenmiller said the other day, hard landing is coming. And this little pause, as he called it, this pause between we had those bank runs. And, of course, by the way, uh, what's part of the pressure today? Banks. Right? Why? Why? Because Logan in Dallas. Wait, wait, wait. You mean you may raise rates still? Uh-oh. That's, that's not good. And the next, th- let's say, and that's the most likely outcome by a large margin. Right, that's that's really. If you were, if this was a Vegas line, uh, you would have to put down a hundred grand and be lucky if you won ten, right? Because that's how 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 likely that is the outcome. Now, Wall Street isn't showing that, right? Wall Wall Street say, well, the Fed's got to lower rates and save the day. No, they're not. The next most likely outcome. Is Jason, we have recession, but somehow, right, the Fed cranks up the printing press again, and, and it's just, it's, it's not super ugly. It's just, you know, a, it's not great, uh, but somehow, hey, only, only three or four million people lost their job and were able to hold it together. The least likely outcome is the Fed pauses here, doesn't raise rates again, doesn't have to lower rates, and somehow we, we narrowly avoid a recession and everything's wonderful. Jason, that, it, you could put $10 down and probably win like a 1000 bucks if that scenario played out. That's how unlikely it really is. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> It's nuts! Face the Radio News Hour. I got a great little special coming up for you right after the break. 800 951 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. And I got a special today. I didn't actually think we would get to this price point again on this particular coin. I, I thought there's just no way uh, we're going to have it. Just to give you an idea, is it a good time to buy today? Well, let me tell you. This is the, I guess, if you want to call it, this is the worst month gold has had since October of last year. Which really means this is the best buying opportunity we've seen in gold since October of last year. Of course, remember October, that's when gold really started to take off again. And and this happens, right? We're going to have these little uh, peaks and valleys here. And, and, and of course, uh we got some. I'll call. We got some data help from from the government, didn't we? Well, hey, we don't care. I don't care. Great. Buy for less, because I've been telling you all year. If you want to pay more, just wait. Right. If you want to pay more, just wait. Here's a chance to pay less. I've got a hundred five dollar liberties. So this is the fractional quarter ounce pre nineteen. 33, matter of fact, $5 Liberties, 1866 to 1907. Right now on, online, there's $610, which I didn't think we'd get that low. 595 so under 
hundred dollars. Uh, and, and think about this twenty dollar gold. You know, on Monday was twenty five hundred dollars, twenty four ninety five. Uh, here, here, uh, five dollar liberties today at five ninety five. That's 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 just great. That's twenty three hundred and eighty dollars. What are you kidding me? Nope, absolutely take advantage. Fractional gold below six hundred. Uh, five dollar liberties below six hundred. Jason, I did not think that was. Po- I didn't think we'd get there again. I really didn't. And we haven't had uh, $5 liberties in a while, so this this is no. good because it's fractional gold. Well, so we've had some 10 That's ounce. been the problem. Well, yeah, yes, yeah, and, and we've had some 10th ounce, and, of course, we've been trying to sell silver where we get silver, but the, the $5 liberties, which is pretty popular, uh, haven't had those for a while. So uh, for, for those of you that like to get uh, all denominations, you like your 20s, you like your 10s, uh, you probably had more trouble getting the fives cheap, so uh, this is this is the day, right, Joe? And and uh, you can get a lot of these. Uh, just I mean, four of these is is equal to the gold in a, in a twenty dollar liberty. Two of these yep. is equal to the gold in a ten dollar liberty, and it's a great way to, to to get it. Of course, it's a little more expensive. The the premiums get bigger on the smaller. But not really. Coins. Not that at twenty. You know, but four twenty three eighty. I mean, that's right where a twenty is. I mean, that that's just great yes. value. Uh, especially because these premiums have been so sky high. $5, oh, $5, the tenth ounce, the one tenth ounce American gold eagle. I just, the price came down today by $5. Or $290. Well, if you bought 10 of them, right, that'd be $2,900. Right? That just tells you what value is on this quarter ounce. Okay, so it's, it, it it's, you know, almost two and a half. Of the one tenth ounce in gold, but it's only twenty three hundred and eighty dollars, and it's pre thirty three. I mean, this is this is real. It's a great deal. Take advantage of it. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I actually had to call uh, both the two biggest wholesalers today just to make sure there was enough quantity to do it because I saw the price and I was like, ooh. But the problem is. They'll say that's the price, but then you call them and they're like, well, we don't got any, right? I mean, uh, what, what good was the price then if you don't have any? They've actually got some. Take advantage of it, 800-951-0592. Uh, we did get some bad uh, retail. We haven't talked. we got to talk Walmart earnings, uh, the container store. Uh, they, they've come out and said, hey, even with Bed Bath & Beyond closing its doors, uh, sales are worsening. Uh, they're, they're going to be laying off. They're saying that sh- uh, shares now of the container store, the lowest they've been in years, uh, saying that revenue is declining by uh, by 5%. So, And again, remember, a lot of these retailers, it was okay in February, got worse in March, worse in April. Worse than May, right? And, and this trend, uh, my guess is going to be it's going to be double-digit revenue declines uh, before all of this is over. Uh, so they have announced uh, layoffs uh, this morning. Uh, they're going to be closing stores, laying people off. Uh, then on the other side of it, Walmart. Good number on Walmart today, kind of. So Walmart, the only retailer so far, so far, that's actually saying, hey, we anticipate increase in same-store sales for this 
year. It's about 3%, a 3% increase. But what the Walmart CEO said in the conference call is what mattered. He goes, it's all food. In other words, the consumer is coming to Walmart to load up on, on our cheap grocery stuff. They're not buying the other stuff. And Jason, that's usually what we see when, when, when the economy starts to stumble, you tend to see that consumer that made me, you know what, I used to go to Costco and I go to Target, uh, maybe I went to, to, to the, to, to, to Safeway or, or what have you, but you know what, I'm pitching pennies right now, I'm gonna go to Walmart and pay a little less on that grocery bill. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, uh, you know, Walmart is generally the cheapest. Uh, I've, I've been experimenting with those, uh, <laughs> the Sam's Club Costco. There's, there's bulk savings. That's where I'm going, Joe, because it's even cheaper than the Walmart. But yeah, that's, that's an indication that people don't have the money. You know, the comfort and convenience dollars, like the, like the container store, that money's no longer available, is it, Joe? Yeah, and especially when you're on a, bu- hey, I can't buy the bulk. Because that's too much money. I've only got you right. I only, hey, I can only buy a week's worth right now. That's when you go to Walmart. Take the Radio News Hour. Five dollar liberties. Five ninety five. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Thursday. Yesterday, five dollar liberties were six hundred and twenty dollars. The price went down. Five dollars, you know, gold's down twenty. Take, take it down five bucks. No, five ninety-five. That's twenty-five dollars less. That's the equivalent of gold being down a hundred dollars. It's down twenty-six. Really good opportunity. Some of these premiums that have been sky high, uh, they they've cut them back here. Jump on these things, 800-951-0592. If you've never ordered before, it's so easy. This is a great coin to buy, too. I love fractional gold, especially when you're not paying, you know, $2,900 an ounce for it. Just tell the girls I want the special. That's all you got to say. Arlene, Brittany, Connie, hey, I I I want the special. And they're going to ask you one really hard question, how many? I mean, that's really it. Uh, we, we don't call, just so you know, we're not like other gold dealers. We don't email you. We don't call you. Uh, heck, we don't even send, <laughs> I think in 20, what is this, by 24, 21st year? I think I've sent two mailers in, so about once every 10 <laughs> years, uh, we may send a mailer. And I have no plan, I'll say this right now, I've got no plans of doing it. It's just way too much work. Uh, but we don't do any of that stuff. Uh, when you're ready to talk to us, you reach out to us. Uh, by the way, I've got the $5 Liberties also on sale online. So if you don't trust that, if you're worried that somehow we're going to bait and switch you, which we don't do, you can go to allamericangold.com, hit the shopping cart button, and order it there. Uh, either way, uh, it, it's a great opportunity. Like I said, this has been the worst month for gold since October, which means it's the best month to buy gold since October, 800-951-0592, Jason. Yeah, and it's it's not even all that bad of a month. I mean, it's been, you know, gold was bouncing below 2000 
Yeah, it, it was bouncing below 2,000 for a while, Joe, and then uh, it's been bouncing above 2,000, flirting with that all-time high. Yeah, gold and silver, just like anything else, it doesn't go straight up constantly because if it did, then everyone would buy it, right? If it's always going up, then, of course, everyone would have to have it. Uh, gold is simply is boring. It's because it's savings. It protects what you've earned, and there's not a lot of uh, – there's nothing much you can do except for the paper gold. You can't really manipulate and, and push it around like you can paper assets. It simply is a rock. It's, it's a metal it's been around for thousands of years, and it, it's only so much of it per human on the planet, and that's why it has inherent value. And it's, it doesn't corrode. It doesn't, you know, you can melt it, but you can't really destroy it. It's perfectly suited for monetary use, and uh, it's great. It, the, the, most, the most relaxed people I've ever met are the Patriot Trading customers coming in to buy their gold because they figured it out, Joe. They figured out that, hey, this is what keeps me safe. I can go... Uh, I can go uh, gamble some money on the stock market and other investments if I want to, but uh, this is where I'm safe, and, uh, and, and and it's where if I need it, it's going to be there for me. Yeah, absolutely. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping it up. God bless everybody. We'll be back for one last show tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.